Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. Show number 126, getting involved here from the Omni in Atlanta. I'm coming to you from downtown Mawa in the pretty decent dining room studios of Jimmy Palumbo. Of course, behind the glass down in Matawan, New Jersey, from Chop Sports Media Studios, capital of the world from Matawan, your friend and mine, Dave Sturgio. Dave, how are we doing? Oh, we're doing good, Jimmy. It's a Tuesday. It's a Jimmy Palumbo episode day. These are the days I... <laughs> These are the days I look forward to the most, to be honest with you. If we're being completely honest, I wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, and say, it's a good day. A good day. <laughs> you have to do the Jimmy Palumbo show. That's Absolutely right. getting involved here. That's right. um, of course, I did not put, hang on one second. <laughs> As he <you> goes. <laughs> Goodbye, I, Jimmy. I suddenly became I, I became my grandfather in, in five seconds. Um, I I'm usually gotta share the these. show out real quick, just so you don't think I'm like not paying attention. All right, here we go. Oh, how's that? That's a little better for me. Now I can look at yeah, I'm looking at you a little bit. All right, well, listen. This is show number 126 here at Shea. And I have a guy. Of course, as my fans know, what I do is I have a stack of shitty baseball cards that have been on my counter. <laughs> Has it been my, the same uh, stack the whole time? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's about, I would say it's about this thick, so I'll run oh, wow. out of them eventually. Right. I have another stack somewhere that's just a bad players. But this is uh, this this guy... I didn't know much about, and I, 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 you, you'll know him maybe better than I do. Maybe not. Maybe a little bit before your time. But I don't know why this guy. Um, I don't know why he lasted in the league this long. <laughs> this is when he's like, first of all, again, it's it's one of those modern cards. So I think it's like from 2019, mm. and then I look at it. It's actually from 1992, ladies and gentlemen. New York Met, Dave Magadan. Oh, okay, I know with Dave the Magadan. glossy. Okay, now Dave Magan. I knew nothing about. It. I remember the little, name. Gl- little glossy here. Oh, it must yeah, be a new car. Look at that. <laughs> little, I, I think it's, little it's, shimmer it's, here. Yeah, and it's thirty years old. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Kept you know, in good listen, shape. Wait, you know, I, I've done Lee May on this show, so why not do Dave Magan? <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. Let me see if you can guess how many years do you think Dave Magan played? Fourteen. Ah, good answer. You suck. 16 years in the league. All right. He played with the Mets, the Marlins, Seattle, back to the Marlins, Houston, the Cubs, Oakland, and the Padres. Lifetime batting average, 288. I didn't realize he was that good hitter. Only 42 home runs. So, yeah, yeah, another guy. 42 (laughs) home runs. So, instead of making 30 million, he'll only be making 12 million. He had 1,200 hits in 16 years. That's not Mm. right. He played third, first base, and pinch hitter. With the 90 Mets, he batted 328. He had no power at all. Problem is he played third and first, and Howard Johnson and uh, Keith Hernandez were on the Mets back then. So he had no way to back go. Then, what year yeah. was that with the Mets? Uh, he was there from, uh, I don't even know. Uh, he retired. I wonder uh, if he. There, no, I don't know what year he started. Usually I know that, but I don't know. No, but I'm saying started. what year did he play with the Mets? He what played with the Mets. No, let me see. I no, have it right, right here. Don't worry about it. I just I thought for sure you had it on deck. No, now he had. Or it's on the back of his baseball card. No, no. You know the baseball cards though. They don't always. Uh, uh, <laughs> they all the, the all important stats. Not no worry. About. <laughs> I will find this out for you. All yes, right. he started out in 1986 and he played till 2001. Played with the Mets from 86 to 92. So he's got himself a World Series. Uh, he, Unless he yeah, came in yeah, the following. He came year. in. He came in. He played in September, 
And eight years later, they gave him a, a, a wedding <laughs> ring, a World Series ring. Same but shit. this guy, first of all, he bounced around the league, no power. Every in the in the, the the articles I read about him, it always seemed to say, and he was granted the starting job in the blank blank season, and then all of a sudden it's like granted. by the end of the season he was no longer the starting. Like he got <laughs> so this guy batted two eighty eight, and every time they gave him the job, he either must have been a horrific fielder, had to be that right? Because when you don't when you bat two eighty eight in the major leagues, you, you play unless but you play first base. If you can't catch throws or ground balls are getting through, you got to go. And he's in he's the NL, Lu- so it's right. there's no DH at that no time. No DH, right. So he's Lou Pinella's cousin, which that made me laugh. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> okay. But here's the best thing. At Alabama one year, he batted 525. Oh Talk about shit. Johnny Trino-esque. Um, Put him in your spokes, uh, said Sam Grasso. Yeah, Sam Grasso <laughs> kicking in on our chat. Whenever we mention uh, someone else's name, that means they're on our chat board. I realized mm. I listened mm. to last week's episode, and you and I. People don't know there. what the hell they're talking about. I know. So it sounded like shit on the audio podcast, but. Sam Grasso, one of one of my uh, one of my eight fans that tunes in, is uh, mocking, uh, saying he was a, definitely a spokes guy. Um, but you know what? He rarely struck out. Magan. He only had five hundred forty six Ks, uh, which is like a half a season for Stanton or Judge. And uh, five thousand at bats, he only struck out five hundred forty six times. That so he did not strike out that much. Um, Here's another crazy. This is why the, what fact, I'm about to tell you mm-hmm. is the reason why I do this opening bit, which goes on way too long because <laughs> I'm entertaining myself. This is the self gratification part of the show. Okay, he was the last batter that Nolan Ryan ever faced. Nolan Ryan blew out his elbow on a pitch, and they came so up and mounted. And Nolan that's Ryan, ever, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. So anybody driving on the road now is like, ah. Oh, if you if you're on Jeopardy in like the six thousand dollar thing, and they say who was the last batter Nolan Ryan ever faced, it's Dave Magadan. You think How Dave Magadan? You, you think Dave Magadan runs around saying like I ended Nolan Ryan's career? Oh, for sure, I would. You imagine that was me <laughs> at all the barbecues? It. It's oh. like yeah, oh, you if don't it, know me well. If, if you were the batter, you'd be like oh, I hit a line shot off his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's the other thing. Then he became a batting coach. Uh, and here's another thing. He was a journeyman player, and then he became a journeyman coach. Like he got fired every time until he got to the Red Sox, and the Red Sox batted like 580 all year <laughs> for like two years, and then he got fired from there. Um, and then he's all over the place. Couldn't. Hold, bottom line is journeyman, decent hitter, couldn't hold the job anywhere as a player as a coach. That's what I got out of this. Your friend and mine, Dave Magadan. Now, who do you got? You're, we're still in the shitty tight end category from the Cowboys. I'm looking real quick just to see if he's actually still doing anything, Dave Magadan. I'm looking at his, like, No, he, he, like, he got fired in 2022. He's not on the 23. Right? Yeah, that's it. He's got nothing going on right now. That's so I weird. didn't check his Instagram. or see. He's still alive, obviously. Yes, he's 60 years old. So, yeah, yeah. he's around there. Right, well, listen. Yeah, no, here's the, here's the last here's the last line of the of his Wikipedia. During the 2018 winter meetings in Las Vegas, Magadan was hired to be the hitting coach for the Rockies. October 13th, 2022, it was announced that Magadan would not return for the 2023 <laughs> season <laughs> so He's sorry a, shit luck there dave this Madden, guy, you're out you, of there. I, you know what i'm gonna try to get dave magadan on the show because he, <laughs> he'll do it he, no you he'll be he able will. to talk th- he'll be able to talk about every team in the league because he played or coached on him yeah i, I mean, made a stop in pittsburgh yeah, in 1996. It, it's like me talking about diners i mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the galaxy the rio down there the westfield diner <laughs> Yet he batted 288. Like, again, he'd be leading. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer right now. (laughs) 
Anyway, your friend of mine, Mr. Dave Magadan. Now, what shitty tight end do you have? The shitty tight end uh, journey continues. Uh, well, hang on. Just, is... just so let me just preface. Mm-hmm. I do the baseball card thing, mm-hmm. and Dave knows I can't stand the Cowboys. Dave loves the Cowboys. But mm-hmm. uh, in my whole life, there's always, every time the Giants play the Cowboys, there's always a wide open tight end for like, I would say 80% of the games I've been to a giant stadium, third and eight, a, a cowboy tight end going, starting from 1977 is always wide open. Either Starback hit him, Danny White, Aikman. It doesn't matter who Dak Prescott. Doesn't Pitching matter who to the, the quarterback. <laughs> you know, first down cowboy. Like, and so I said to David, I made a joke a couple weeks ago. Now, the Cowboys have never had a bad tight end. And Dave's like, oh, you're oh, wrong. So I said, okay, <laughs> for, the next, for the next month, all I want to hear about is shitty tight ends. And we've had some good ones. Marcellus, Marcellus Bennett was last Martellus week. Marcellus Bennett was last week. The week before that was David LaFleur. Tonight, I yeah, raise right. you with one of the worst one-year tight ends of all time the Cowboys had in 2002. Now, remember, the Cowboys were very, very bad in 2001 right. through three. I think they went okay. five and 11, three years in a row. That was Dave Campo. Um, Chan Gailey was Chan Gailey was the coach. Quarterback is after Aikman or Aikman's last year. Right after Aikman's. So in between Aikman and Romo, there's like you want to talk about a podcast. You know what? Let's. You know what? That's gonna be our next segment. That'll be our next segment. Uh, I'm all over that. So who who is this tight end guy? This tight end, uh, your friend and mine, um, six foot four, two hundred forty one pound monster, uh, played all sixteen games for Dallas. Don't get it twisted. Uh, Like he played all. He's very durable. He was only targeted 30 times, and he caught 23 balls. He had one touchdown, Mr. Tony McGee, who played his entire career with the Cincinnati Bengals and latched on with the Cowboys. And you know, 2002, Dave, who's a junior in high school at the time, when we signed Tony McGee, I said, Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Tony McGee is going to add that threat for Clint Stoner to throw him (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, Tony McGee. Tony goes, McGee. How yeah. many? How he played? What like five or six years in the league or long? No, he actually played ten. Ten years in oh, the so league. He was by the time he got the Cowboys, he was shot. Oh, he was done. Yeah, and I, like I said, I think I believe in two thousand and three, he played for the Toronto Organ- <laughs> Argonauts. <laughs> I think I don't know. If Whatever. you're if you're a tight end and you only get targeted, if you play all sixteen games, only get targeted six, uh, thirty times. You oh, suck. it's terrible. Yeah. Forget him. I mean, think about all the all the like those third down and twenties, and you just get eight. Which is a big, back. which is a big, uh, it's a big stat nowadays. Is targets? You know what I mean? Like that's right. a big thing. Everybody's worried yeah. about how many times they're targeted. If Tony McGee was out there right now, they'd be like, "Well, is he on the field? Is he on? <laughs> is he actually on the field, or he's sitting on the sideline?" You start hearing things like uh, a clubhouse guy, a coachable, durable, great attitude, play, great attitude. Great attitude. Hustles, finishes was, every play. You know, he probably he started, he started his career running a four eight, and by the time he got to the Cowboys, he was running six. a five six or six and four. <laughs> All right, so Tony McGee and, and Dave Magadan, <laughs> the Jimmy what a, what an show, episode. as we kill start. eleven minutes talking about two <laughs> shitty players that no one gives a fuck about. But that's why I do the show for that reason. Uh, We're enjoying it. With, mm-hmm. I, you know what? I think next week I'm not even going to do this live. Me and you are just going to talk that's on the fine. screen. That's <laughs> fine. Which brings us to Patreon. Now, I made a big jump at 35 uh, with my boy Johnny Kelly signing on. And we are, of course, still stuck at 35. Mm. <laughs> so it's the one hit wonder last week coming on strong. Um, and uh, listen, there's nothing you can do. I, I just refuse, I refuse to believe that nobody, you know, maybe uh, wants a Has Mark $3. Haynes. <laughs> a, a Mark, you know, someone wants to be 36. A Mark Haynes on the Giants cornerback. Someone just drove off the road. Steve Balboni at 36. 
David, of course, there's David Cohn. Cohn, right. Uh, you know, how about this? You know, a lot, a lot of listeners that remember Johnny Mize, who played in the 50s. <laughs> you know, he was a, a famous player, Johnny Mize. Halanier, shitty. My brother just drove <laughs> off the road. Actually, my, my brother, my um, brother and Neil Magenheim from Colonia, New Jersey, just drove off the road if they're listening. Um, Caprio yeah. comes in. Mike Caprio is coming in the chat with a dynamite drop in. He says today's show is about hats not to wear. So my oh, cowboy listen. hat and your fedora. <laughs> so. I love the listen. I think I'm going to be wearing different. Now that I figured out this little AirPod thing, uh-huh. I will be in different hat. I was getting tired of the baseball hat thing. Uh, of course, I knew the Yankee hat. I was glad you didn't wear the Yankee hat. No, I'm done with the later. Yankee hat. I throw it um, in the back. Bad fans. We're all bad mm-hmm. fans. But a shout out to my boy Shecky. Uh, Lawler over there, big uh, he actually texted me like eight times during the week, uh, busting my chops about some of the Dodger things I said last week about Don Sutton and how he was better than that. But we argued back and forth, and I still think Don Sutton's the most overrated player ever. But um, and a uh, big shout out to, of course, Janine Jay Bird over at Absolute, Tyson Hogan getting involved, and all my brother, uh, Frankie, of course, uh, who got involved in uh, some Indiegogo stuff. We'll get to that later on. And also, uh, Pat Volkmer, I got to give a shout out because I was able to see him this weekend. We'll get to more about Pat Volkmer this weekend, which, of course, brings us to (laughs) here comes the segue. segue Um, The one and only sponsor. Get in front of the camera. Uh, I'm so I'm so talented at my producing skills. Mm. Absolute eyewear getting involved. 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey. 732-326. Oh, that was good. Even with a little breathy eyes there. Yeah, you like that. Uh, a little, little extendo. 732-326-3937. Craig and Janine Machard over there at Absolute Eyewear down by the train station. They are opticians. They got everything there. Full prescription eyewear, everything you want. They got this. We got a discount. If you, if you mention JP Show, what do you got to mention? I don't even know. Just <laughs> tell them you know me. Uh, you know, you want to you just say JP Show and you get your glasses. What do I got to mention? Uh, I don't even know what, what do you gotta, uh, They're open five days a week. They're closed Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, $100 off a complete pair here at Shea if you uh, mention this wonderful podcast. Now, of course, they have Ray Ban, Coach Ralph Lauren. Dave Sturgio's Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim. Of course, we got to give a shout out to the Maui people. Like, I can't, I, you know, with the fires out there. So crazy. I, I, I just realized I just read Maui. That sounds shitty. I'm being no disrespect to the awful tragedy out there. I uh, hope those guys are doing all right. Costa Del Mar, Charles Oakley for kids. <laughs> And Charles Oakley brings his kids in there. <laughs> for adults, too. Charles for Oakley adults, for adults. I got yelled at that for that. <laughs> I actually, so, uh, I got to give a shout out to Johnny. And she, um, we were talking last week on this show about practice. And I, we, we, we had mentioned what the, the greatest line in beer oh, league yeah. was, but we couldn't mention it. But she sure as hell mentioned it. <laughs> she sent me a text right after she listened. And I was like, all right, she gets it. Yeah, she gets it. Some people get that, and Ready? you know, that's uh, <laughs> there we go. And Dave Sturcho drinking the gallon judge. That look, that is the most of the who told you to buy a gallon thing of Poland Springs water? <laughs> and like, you think about the amount of spit I, that goes I, back in that bottle. It's gross. I, if you gave me a bottle of water, just a singular bottle of Poland Spring. It's gone in two sips, so it's a waste for me. So I'm just like, I know, but it's, I'm but, saving but, the yeah. goddamn environment here, okay? Like, this saving is what I'm the doing. environment. Yeah, you I'm, not, it, I'm, you, I'm not only you using should, one, one piece of plastic. 
Okay, you, you should weigh like 140 pounds then, all this water you're drinking. It's almost like you had a <laughs> cheeseburger and I like, a gallon of water. I here like my shit. pizza. There's nothing I can do about oh, that. What do you want me to God. do? All right. So absolute eyewear. God bless. We love them. Um, and uh, which brings us to Jimmy Palumbo's career. <laughs> so, Well, <laughs> I shot a film this weekend. First of all, I'm looking at some of the chat room here. We got Dying Breed Garage. I believe that's Will Pena. Yes, sir. Um, and of course, Sam Grasso just continues. He had a big week last week, Sam, on the chat <laughs> boards while we do the show. And so far this week, he looks like a young Tony McGee. Um, so, <laughs> a young Tony McGee was actually good. He looks like a nice. Cowboys Tony <laughs> McGee right now. Uh, we shot this movie. It was called Hotel 112. And it's based on a, the address of a street in Long Island. Um, uh, and the, the, the father, who I'm playing that role, there were so many kids coming into the house. He just called, what is this, Hotel 112. So it was directed by Nicole um, Gomez Fisher. It's about her father-in-law uh, and their whole family and how they were just loud Italians yelling and screaming at each other. Uh, the cast was um, Nick Cirillo, who got me involved because I did the Fresh Kills with him. The absolutely stunning Andrea Longo. Look her up, fans. Uh, she's just gorgeous, deep speed. <laughs> I, I don't even. I, I was like this girl. She was young and too fast. <laughs> My free safety was not good enough. If she ran in, uh, uh, you know, fake short, go long. You said I Andrea not, Longo. Yeah, deep speed, and she was actually sweet as hell. I uh, almost wrote deep speed in it too. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> she, no, you know it's funny. Perfect. Deep speed. There's, there's an Andrea Longo track star. So. That makes sense. I, I, I don't know if this girl was a track star. All I know is if I was lined up as a cornerback in a game, I would be taking that eight step back. Wait, Londo or Long Longo, L-O-N-G-O. Oh, Longo. Uh, but Lando. she was uh, very and she was sweet. She was cool as hell. And uh, she's engaged and all that stuff. So I'm not being a creep. Um, and also Lydia Violet, who had the hardest role. She played my wife in the um in the in the pilot thing, she had like the most tough lines. I thought she had she had a lot of she did the heavy lifting here. Trey, mm. there's my boy Matt Montemaro. He played a jerk off guy in it, which was great. Then there was a girl named Julia Murney, a doll sweetheart. And while bullshit with her, she turns out she was on Wicked on Broadway. She played the Wicked oh, Witch wow. on Wicked. She was like the third or fourth one after uh, the you know the first couple. And she was telling me all. Uh, Back backstory she did on the tour stuff that happened on stage backstage because that's like the iconic role of our the you know the newer generation I mean that a hundred years from now Wicked will be on Broadway I'm convinced of that and she couldn't have been cooler I was like holy shit you were the Wicked Witch that's nuts um, then you got uh, uh, John Backstrom who played Eddie the cop who actually arrests me in the show I get arrested <laughs> in the show and of course Nicole Gomez Fisher. Uh, couldn't have been sweeter. She was a director and her husband, Joe was there. Uh, and also one of the talk about deep speed. <laughs> the, first of all, the guys were as good looking as the girls. Like there was like everybody, I, 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 I immediately, <laughs> I, yeah, I immediately <laughs> grabbed the clipboard, turned the hat backwards. It was like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to stand near the coach and I'll work with the kids. I'm going to work with the kids. I immediately, I, I, I was like totally accessing my inner Don Zimmer at one point. Like, Anybody throw I, you down? What is, this, what is this fat bastard doing on this show? But I had some funny lines. There was a girl named Alexandra Tabano. She's another one. If her and uh, Andrea Longo lined up at wide receiver, <laughs> your free safety is screwed. Cause if one goes short, <laughs> one goes long, forget about it. They both had deep speed. 
But here's it. You know, you learn, you learn about, it was all about their family, the script. And uh, they're just like very loud, cursing at each other, but they loved each other. So like, you know, F this, F that, shut, you know, but meanwhile, like, what are we eating? Like it, it was, it, I, it was really fun to do. Um, so every Italian family ever. <laughs> So yeah, it saying. was great, but it was loud, classic Long Island in this old Cape Cod, which the mother, Rudy, died. My character passed away, sadly. Uh, but the mother's still alive. And I was talking to her. She goes, you know, you, know, you don't look anything like my Rudy. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not Rudy, you know. But she was filling me in on some stuff, uh, the how he was and uh, how much everybody loved him and a ball breaker who was. And then the son starts talking to me, the director's uh, husband. And he's like, yeah, you know, this is great. I, get, I just want to make sure my wife gets to pursue her dream because my dad couldn't. I was like, what do you mean? What'd your dad do? And, I was, and you know when you get hit with something, you're like, what? <laughs> this is like, you know, you got to be, I mean, it's not as good as Dave Magadan being Nolan Ryan's last that bad, but it's up <laughs> there. He was the original drummer of the Four Seasons. <laughs> so, I like that. that. You know, the, the whole Jersey Boy thing, you know, the, wow. the first like 20 minutes of the Jersey Boys, like he was the guy that were playing clubs, but he, you know, he got married and started having kids and he couldn't, he couldn't do like, he had to like, he was like, what are we keep doing up with the road anymore. But he ended up being very friendly with the band. So I thought, oh, what a sob story. Guy comes in. He, maybe he played the drums with them for like three weeks when they were called like the four Midmen or something. <laughs> like one of those <laughs> band names. Turns out though, he's like, no, no, no. And they used to play like the garden and the Coliseum here in Long Island. They used to call him out from the, from the audience. He'd go up and play four songs. I'm like, he really was part of the band. Wow. Which I thought was really, really cool. I got a kick out of that. Um, it was also great because I got out. To, the, the hotel was right on top of the Nassau Coliseum. I got to see that. Man, that's a beautiful looking stadium. Again, whoever, like the guy who designed Giant Stadium, if he gets a traffic a traffic ticket, if I was the judge, I'd be like, okay, here's what you have to do. You have to hang out and stare at the Nassau Coliseum for two days. That's your crime. And if, you, if, if, if the guy who designed Giant Stadium really did something bad, like attempted murder, okay, you have to go to where the Cowboys play and you have to stare and look at that building for two uh, years straight. Jerry's World is beautiful. It's beautiful, <laughs> right? And the Giant Stadium looks like a big air conditioner. Uh, Nassau Coliseum looks really cool. Uh, but so that was fun. But I also got to hang out with my cousin Anthony there in Plainview. It just so happens they were around. I was five minutes away. I drove over. We had a little meal in the backyard. I had some wine. And his daughter, uh, Samantha, had a beautiful baby, Christopher, only six weeks old. Next thing you know, I'm holding babies, you know, patting them on the butt. The baby's spitting up all over me. I didn't care. I missed those days with my daughter, Natalie. It was really nice to, because, you know, when you see your cousins at the family events, it's either a wedding or a funeral now, right? Mm. And everybody's loud. You can't hear anybody. It's crowded. It's a wedding or a funeral. You're trying to say hello to everybody. It was nice to just sit in the backyard and 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 talk about like the, what's going on. What are you doing? How's it going? Blah blah blah. And uh, uh, I thought it was just a great time. And his wife Donna, sweetheart, and uh, we just hung out. Now Saturday night. Now what are the odds of this? My buddy Pat Volcomer lives in L.A. His family lives out in Long Island. He only comes back like once once a year, if that. And the one weekend he's coming back to Long Island is the weekend I'm shooting a film, okay, literally like Colonia to Avenel. I mean, like five minutes away. So him and his wife were hanging out Saturday night after we got done shooting. Um, I hung out at his buddy Joe's house. And we just hung out, had some drinks in the back. It was like a did just he, good. Did he stay up till did he stay up till three in the morning and okay. then post about the Cowboys? <laughs> no, no. Of course he got loud. He, <laughs> of course. And here's how and the reason why Pat's good. I, I can't He's wait. He's a machine. 
I can't wait for Pat to hear this podcast. He's going to get mad at me. We started the guy, his buddy, Joe. Start, we started, he plays softball. We started talking about getting older and playing against these young kids and playing third base. And these guys are hitting some of the leagues play with those hard balls, you know? Mm. And I'm like, dude, you can get killed. Like yeah, missiles, you yeah. missiles, right? So Pat, who hasn't played softball in fifth, classic Pat. He's like, no, no, no. Here's what you got to do. You got to dig in, pull up your shorts. You got to stay focused. I go, I go, Pat, first of all, you're 52 years old. When's the last time you played like as long the softball? As long as he wouldn't get focused. As long as we got focused, Pat. And so me and me and this guy Joe were ripping up. He's getting loud. Like, what do you mean? I was a good athlete. I was like, I was like, no. All we're saying is you're old now. I'm old, and nobody, neither one of us can play third base anymore because the ball is like. I was like, Pat, tell you what. Why don't you go to a go- a golf range? And, and in front of a guy hitting golf balls, go about 30 feet away and say, come on, hit one at me. I'm, I'm going to stay focused <laughs> and watch this golf ball go ripping by me. The last time I played third base, the ball went past my ear and I felt the hairs, all right, in my ear. <laughs> and the ball was by me. <laughs> and I realized it was hit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I said to myself, three inches the other way, and the Jimmy Palumbo show is coming to you live from Rawway Hospital here in Shane. <laughs> and so we had a lot of late. Then he, then he was telling me he likes to hit. He go, he likes to shoot the gaps. I'm like, that you haven't played softball in 20 years. What are you talking about? So we had a lot of laughs. He must have loved. He must have loved yesterday Ezekiel uh, Elliott signing with the Patriots, and I'm sure he was all f- uh, fired he, up about that shit. Yeah, he'll say he's he's gonna be the best running back. Oh, he's, we're gonna miss him now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Pat, listen, Pat is out of his mind, but he's he's great. I love him. We had a lot of laughs. Uh, we didn't even mention the Mets, God forbid. But um, it was a good time. So that was my weekend. It was you know what felt good to be in front of the camera. This was a low budget thing. Uh, I barely covered tolls, uh, but it was good to be in front of camera with people and directors and actors. Now this has nothing actors. to do with the strike or anything like that. You can do certain it things. Was, uh, it's under a, yeah, it wasn't an interim. It's just under a low budget thing because it has nothing to do with Netflix, Paramount, Disney. They're they're, they're trying gotcha. to sell it to them, but you could shoot stuff. And mm. I called up Screen Actors Guild, even though they were nice to me. I said I got to call up. They said, "Hey, call." And I called up and I said, "Hey, Hotel One Twelve. And they said, "It's on our list. You can go do it." Um, and then, uh, cool. you know, so I probably lost money on the gig, but no, it was fun <laughs> to get out. They put me up in a hotel. It was just good to work and have fun and play a cat. Again, you know what will happen? This show will get picked up by Netflix, and Jimmy Palumbo will not be attached to the show. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'll the dad watching. is recast by yeah, somebody else. I'll be, I'll be watching an aging Ben Affleck play my part, but um, uh, but it was cool to do that, which brings us to <laughs> Mike Caprio being a jerk-off here. Um, Joe Sinecore checking in on the uh, chat page as well. I welcome all the chats. I love it. Say whatever you want. Um, CornholeLevel.com just re-upped with the Jimmy Palumbo show for another three months getting involved here. Mike Caprio, my second, second baseman. Go to CornholeLevel.com. Why do you go to CornholeLevel.com? Dave, you're a guy that likes to have a straightened cornhole, don't you? <laughs> and uh, so what these things do, and I thought I had it here. These are as good as the Manscaped reads, by the way, from former uh, Chop Sports uh, this, Daily shows. This is part of, as I, as I reach awkwardly out of the camera. <laughs> CornholeLevel.com. Now get a load at this cornhole. <laughs> this is a nice cornhole, isn't it? <laughs> 
You see that? You know what? I think I should do the show like this from here on in. And Jimmy Palomo's nose is inside the cornhole here. Oh, my God. If anybody's listening to this on just audio, that's even better because nobody knows what you're doing. You're like, you know Jimmy's what, got his face in a cornhole. Uh, it's not the first time. Back in 89. <laughs> I, uh, right after the Leggett's. <laughs> coming out of Leggett's, my face ended up inside of a cornhole. And I said, hang on here. <laughs> And it wasn't level, and I was furious. Oh, man. <laughs> and I said, let me hang something on your cornhole. Anyway, <laughs> this, this thing will what totally you level. into? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, uh, next thing you know, the Jimmy Palumbo Show, exclusively on Pornhub.com. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, oh, <laughs> this is what it is. You, my, my LinkedIn fans are going crazy. The LinkedIn, the crowd from the LinkedIn <laughs> audience. Listen, Those are the LinkedIn, cheap seats, by the way, in LinkedIn. Me, <laughs> Can me Jimmy Plumbo show LinkedIn's batting like 340 right now. Um, this is it. You hook it on here, cornhole right there, and it levels it to and fro and back. So it's the actual design because you're the kind of guy, Dave, that doesn't want someone to be have a crooked cornhole on your watch. <laughs> no, nah, I kind of like happens. my cornhole straight, man. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm with you. Uh, that's how it works. <laughs> so go to cornholelevel.com. Of course, you get a 20% off your entire order, mm. entire order, because you got to buy a half a dozen thing. of these. It's $19.95. They have, and now they have things like the, they got, listen, even, even, even Rutgers is well, listen. Yeah. Rutgers, I could do so many jokes. Rutgers has been so shitty. I have been inside Rutgers cornhole. Uh, and, it, it does thing bubble. You got to get they actually they when they sell you season tickets, they jam it up your cornhole. That's it. <laughs> there That's you it. go. On the way on the when you leave the stadium at the halftime down 38 to three, all of a sudden you have a straightened cornhole. I uh, So go to cornholelevel.com. Perfect stocking stuff for here. Jay. Put it on your board. If you're a big cornhole fan, oh. uh, that's it. So. Hmm. I have the ability to take That's an great. ad that uh, and 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 uh, and make it an eight minute uh, long bit. Mm. Um. But that's it. Cornholelevel.com. At least I know what I'm posting on social media this week. I, uh, <laughs> that's easy. Lay up. Lay up. Lay up. Start you on the tipping. Yeah. And it counts. I, uh, flushes at home. I had another booking yesterday. Um, June, I'm I did one of the uh, fire Palmo for three. He's got it now. Uh, uh, it's a combined income from the two bookings. I can't pay my cable bill, but I. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. what was bigger? The pay from this past weekend's gigs or the one time chop paid you out for the shirts. <laughs> that's it. I, uh, yeah. Cause no, uh, 11,000 shirts were sold and I got a, a check for $300. And one shirt was sold three months ago. Uh, Let's discuss that for a second. So one, damn, I put so, myself in a corner there. Yeah, you listen. So I didn't push the shirts, you know, but I, no. I still think a lot of people bought the 706 and Jimmy Plumbo shows, especially people had a last name named Plumbo. They got mm -hmm. it. And, and months and months go by and you gave me one check. And then a, a long time went by, that no shirt it. sales. I, I I think there were no shirt sales. And then my buddy Chris, goes, hey. uh, Chris, you have to talk to Chris. He is also a part um, owner of Chop Sports Media. Passing, he, uh, he passing them. He you look something, like something along the lines of, I have to do his fucking show every week, so okay. he owes us money. Okay, <laughs> okay. And, and then when you add up downloads, I am still a major part of Chop Sports, even Ugh. though I don't know what you, what you guys are a different company now. But the bottom line is, someone bought a shirt. I was supposed to get five dollars a shirt, and my buddy goes, "Hey, did you get paid on your, the shirt?" He should have. Who asked you first of all? Somebody asked you. Yeah, go oh, Tell him I'm going to put the five dollars towards one month of Patreon, and that's, <laughs> that's it. I'm going to cancel right after that. 
I said, what happened to my shirt? And you and Chris was like, oh, I thought I saw one go through. <laughs> Who's running the books over here? I don't know yeah, no idea. So that's how, but getting back to my booking, I did a voiceover for one of those podcasts, um, like the, like the serial podcast, like um, where there's like uh, acting like it's like a, a story. You know what I mean? One of those things. No. It's on Audible. I, I don't played know three. What that means. No, like it's like a it's like a serial. It's like a drama. Okay. It's like a, a, a but it's a podcast only. Yeah, scripted. Yeah, and the, it supposedly did well. It was called the Coldest Case. So this is the second season. Oh, it's like a murder mystery type Correct. deal. Correct. Okay, okay, I know what those are. And I played like three characters. It was great just to get in the studio again. Sound Lounge over there on Fifth Ave. I've been there many times over the years, but it's been five years since I've been. You, you auditioned for everything at home and. He wanted to have me there, but I realized we were there. It was good to be live in the studio. And then I realized, okay, this is one of those SAG after contracts that they went out of their way to uh, uh, make sure that they had a contract on it. So I got paid okay. $155, okay, for 45 minutes of my time. Now, cost me $44 to park. <laughs> well, that's another deal. <laughs> cost me about probably $12 in gas, okay? Three hours between the round trip going back and forth. So at the end of the day, Jimmy Palomo clearing, plus Uncle Sam paying my agent 10%. Basically, I made $39 for three hours worth of work, which I, that's a spicy about what, uh, 12, 12, about $13 an hour there, Shay. But I had a blast and I think they'll use me again. And uh, I just keep on racking up those $155 gigs. And uh, Listen, next thing you know. I would love a couple of those $155 gigs. Yeah, yeah, you sure you me? would. You got to drive into the city. I and mean, I realized on the way out, I'm like. I got a studio behind me. <laughs> I know, good, but he, he, he said to me, he's like, yeah, wasn't it good to be in the studio? And I was like, yeah, yeah, driving home. I'm like, ah, next time I book one of those, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I had a good time in the studio, but I'm going to do it from downtown Mawa and save myself <laughs> $60. Uh, but it was great. The guys were great. I was playing. I had to play a guy. I can't. Oh, I, actually, I can't give anything away. I play a real badass guy. So my voice was really down and dirty. Mm. Like this it was pretty cool. Um, so that was fun. The strike is still going on. Writers Guild is making some progress here. I'm told. And of course, SAG just waits. SAG just waits till everybody else settles. They're like, oh, what kind of deal do you guys get? Oh, wait, what kind of deal? All right, we'll do like a middle deal. That's how they do it. Um, but so hopefully that'll end soon. I also played pickleball. Back to pickleball. Always go to pickleball. And again, why do people... I, I was dressed inappropriately. I had like a dirty shirt on, sweatpants. It was 4,000 degrees when I played. And all of a sudden, I the first three matches, I dominate. But guess what happens? I'm sweating like a pig. Like well, my what do you wear sweatpants sweats? in the summer for? Because I wasn't expected to go. I thought I was, I was running around doing stuff. I wasn't expected to go. I was at my apartment, which I have it like my the air conditioning. It's like a pro. It, listen, it's a pro wrestling mentality. Pro wrestlers, no matter what show you go to, no matter what your role, you always bring your gear. So going forward in your trunk, you bring a pair of shorts. Yeah, but there's no place to change. I'm my bare ass right out there out in the like, open, Jimmy. <laughs> it's like, and then you're gonna say so, cornhole level. <laughs> I was right here. Cornhole. You know, maybe I'll shove a cornhole on my ass and walk up to the oh, boy. I, I, I uh, the thing is. I am dominant the first three matches, but then all of a sudden I clearly run out of gas. I I am the classic modern day pitcher. Once you get past the, the third time in the lineup, get me out of the game. 
pay me $35 million a year. I'm going to give you six innings. I'll scatter seven hits. And then the batting average against me <laughs> with two outs in the sixth inning is like 480. It's like Severino's I just, type I, uh, numbers. I just completely ran out of gear. And then I realized I used to do on the show year, uh, years, years ago, they, uh, the my weight, I weighed in. And I stopped doing it because I was hovering around 199, 198, and I wasn't really doing anything. Okay. We now have a new segment. I have to go back to that. Dude, what? I'm 213. Oh, you're a fat bastard. I'm man. a Holy fat. Shit. You kidding me? And I play a decent amount. I'm, I guess I'm eating like shit, probably having too Jimmy, many Jimmy, I only weigh, rise of right now, I only weigh like 50 more pounds than you. Uh, me. Uh, but, 50 okay. more pounds. Okay. Okay, but so not a lot. <laughs> I know, like, if you walk out with fifty pounds of groceries, you're like, "Hey, shit, I got a lot of groceries." Here. <laughs> I'm yes, big but you're big, you're you're bigger than me. You're wider than me. Of two thirteen, that yeah, that's, is that's, embarrassing. That's not, that's not healthy. It's not healthy. I you're look like any right. shavers now. I, I it's uh, you know, <laughs> I just can't. And you know, my some of my t-shirts don't fit well. So when I go up for an overhead, the shirt comes over my oh, belly. And you're one of those nobody, guys. Listen, nobody wants to see that. It's not a shot. I mean, if that, anything, I it's look, a deterrent. Oh, it's a deterrent. Meanwhile, although I do dominate. Um, oh, shit. My sister's here now. Now she, she, I didn't think she was listening. Caprio just she, said, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Caprio, I got to tell you, listen, corn, <laughs> cornhole level.com. Uh, do you have anything for guts? Like I could put a cornhole thing <laughs> just dangling off your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I'm 213. Yeah, oh, my bad. God. I, I, you know what? Like, if it's I was in bulking season, yeah, bulking season comes into football season where you can wear hoodies and shit. <laughs> exactly and, right. Know, cover it I, up. This this weather's not good for me. I'm ruddy. <laughs> I sweat. Uh, uh, by the way, my air conditioning it's 61 degrees in my condo right now. Okay. Jesus I stepped Christ! Outside. Uh, no reason for it. My sister's just killing me on this. Um, she's had the go food, food shop. I hope she picked me. you up some healthy stuff. Oh my god, it's awful. <laughs> Ship it I mean, on over to Mawa. Like, if I was a professional boxer, what? What weight would I? Is you'd be, that super, you'd be a super heavyweight. No. Super heavyweight. Heavyweight. I'd be a super. Yeah. So like, I have to fight Tyson. That's how heavy I am well, now. You're heavier that's, than Tyson. That's un- think about that. Jimmy yeah. Blavo steps in the ring. He's been struggling. <laughs> Tyson comes out and dodges the uppercut. Looks like <laughs> looks like Jimmy Palumbo struggling to get into the ring. Yes. <laughs> like you can't oh even bend God. over, go through the ropes. Like, like how heavy was Butterbean? I'm up there with like this is Butterbean was a Butterbean was a butter. He was a Butterbean. He's oh a butterbean. He's a butterbean. All I eat is butter. Butterbean um, was 304 pounds. I have beans and put so butter you're close. on <laughs> Then I thought, well, I'm going to run this 5K, right? But every time I oh, go for a walk, fucking forget I know, listen, every time I go for a walk, my heel hurts. I don't understand this. I, I got to get I got to get a doctor. And if anybody's a fan, why I can play pickleball for three hours. Okay. I look like Burgess Meredith at the end, but. If I walk a mile, my heel is is I become incapacitated. So something's wrong. I don't know how I gotta get this fixed. I can't do a 5K. I can, I can play pickleball the entire time people are running a 5K and I can't run a 5K. And I will someday run a 5K and finish under 31 minutes because I have to do it and it gives us something to talk about. So I am overweight, I am ruddy. Um I'm concerned about my cornhole. Uh <laughs> Just, just, I gotta figure that. I'm gonna end up dropping dead. You know what? I, maybe I'll die during the podcast. That'd be funny. Then you get that. Talk about, that, that, talk that, about that, ratings. That'll go. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I, if I day here in China, if I drop dead during uh-huh. this podcast, you will have a field day posting for me on social media. And then you know what you'll do? I'll be dead. 
and you'll send me the Venmo charge. Oh, Jimmy, uh, $75. <laughs> so I'll be at Goslin hey, Funeral I'm Home. very, very reasonable with my pricing. Don't and get me they, started. That, as, they, mm. as they finalize my as they finalize my estate, my, own will, my, bro- at least. my brother's going to be like, hey, Jimmy, what's with this Venmo charge? I'll, like, <laughs> I, I, I'll have to write a note like, oh, in case I die, Dave Sturgeo may charge me uh, Venmo money because he's posting my death live on the air. <laughs> It's got the most likes. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Chop Sportios from the Jimmy Palumbo. He's, always wanted, to, he's always wanted to go viral, and now he is. <laughs> and a dead man dead. with his hat on. Uh, anyway, um, the uh, so yeah, I have to lose weight, which brings us to uh, <laughs> speaking of losing weight, uh, OxyMagicUSA.com, <laughs> the ultimate in carpet cleaning. Now. They don't drag the hoses. You got to go to Oxy Magic USA. That's O-X-Y. Why? Because they're simply the best here shape. The drying time is quick. The, they have green seal and EPA safer choices. They'll come in. You call them up. Talk to my boy Tommy and Natalie uh, on the website. Uh, they're offering uh, 0% financing for new location owners, OxyMagicUSA.com. But more importantly, my co-host and cowboy fan, Dave Sturchio, used oxy magic and how did it go it was fantastic in and out um i thought for sure you know i documented some of these uh some of these stains in the rug i'm like there's no way there's no way you know that one's a that one's an old one out of miles you know that one's a that's a stella crayon that's been sunk in there for a while no shot in hell but when i got home (laughs) yesterday uh they were they were gone about an hour and a half and everything was relatively dry already and the stains were gone it's actually kind of Kind of wild. Um, I might have to call them like once every six months, but you know, whatever. I got, I got <laughs> the young the kid, kids or whatever. Once the kids get a little older, the stains. The house. Let, let tell you what. The best part about this, the house smelled amazing. Like it, right. it smelled like just a clean, just right. clean. It house. doesn't have it that. Great. Like didn't have when they did mine. It didn't have that. I, just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe the shitty smell, but um, so that's it. We have now a test. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. testimonial. No, here definitely call my, I, I called up your boy. He pawned me off to the guy that's in my location. So they're everywhere. So you just there, have to, the 80 locations. Yeah. Oxymagicusa.com. Super cheap, too. By the and way. And the price was good, which is cool. And they get in and out and they clean your rug. So, you know, people that got kids or blah, 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 make it happen. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I was mentioning pickleball before I decided to talk about how fat I was. But one of the matches yesterday, while I was sweating profusely, um, I was down eight to three, and my partner was being a little bit of a dick. Like, Jimmy, come on. I was like, wait a minute. Did you just poke the bear? Did you just say <laughs> I am like I'm the reason why we're losing eight three? And Palumbo got involved. Final score, Jimmy Palumbo, 11 9, <laughs> as he rattled off eight straight points and beat the shit out of the guy. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm still a pain in the ass on the pickle court. But that brings us to, of course, here at Shea from the Omni in Atlanta. Um, let's discuss preseason football. Now, I know greatest, you're a big greatest football sport fan. in the world. Okay. Okay. The, the sport's great. I love the NFL. I think that I figured out what's wrong with our nation. I, I should run for president. I really should. I should be at the debate this week. If you watch the second half of a preseason game, you there's issues there. You're either you're either <laughs> I see Dave raising his hand here. Preseason football. What do you want me to all, do? It's horrific. There's play, you don't even know the play. You know what? I don't even think the coaches are there. I do. I do know no, the play. No, you don't. I know. Do. Yes, I but, do. If you but, cover one team like I do, you know backup, everything about the team. The backups to nobody can't. 
there's all rookies. And then the last game of the season, when they got the roster set up, then nobody plays either. And, and I, th- that's Some why guys week are playing one, for that last position. So. If you're a gambler, do not start betting on the NFL. So like week five, do you know who's good or not? Because those first games, people were like, oh, I haven't been hit yet. I don't know what it's like to play in a row. It's awful. Uh, I just – no one's watching. Uh, the ratings think are shitty. I think it's good for the rookies. And the reason why I say that, like veterans, <clears throat> they're not going to play. Some veterans play. Like Mahomes was in there. He threw two passes and called it a day. But, yeah. like, my guy Dak Prescott didn't play. I'm going to talk about that later on a different time, different podcast. But um, – I think for the rookies, though, to get like that first live game speed, I don't care who you're going against. You're in the NFL. The crowd's bigger. It's a little bit more intense. I think you just need you need some live game yeah, reps, and some guys fold. And it shouldn't, and be, some it guys shouldn't be televised, and we shouldn't have to see that. <laughs> well, it sometimes a, they're not. Sometimes again, there's joint practices, which is with same the shit. Giants doing with the Lions, and right. I'm reading about how Daniel Jones sucks, and those, and I prefer that rather than watch him suck because I already know uh, you know what, what's going to happen with him. No, I'm rooting for him. I don't know. Bottom line is preseason football is – and they make the fans pay as part of the season tickets. It's bullshit. There was 81,000 um, Cowboys fans at Dallas on Saturday. And, for five o'clock and they, watched, they watched a shitty product. And no one, no one left there going, whew. Wow. Was all, you, know, you know who those people are? Those are the ones who can't go to the games because they can't afford it. And they, and hand, they were handed the tickets. That's Jimmy what it is. Jimmy calling out the poverty here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that awful. is just mean. Uh, mean. You know, my friend Robin, 100% should not be. It's not poverty. The bottom line is it's the, the season ticket holders don't go. The Snoopy Bowl's coming up in a week. Aren't you going to go to that? It's the Giants <laughs> oh, and the Jets. Oh, my God. It's awful in every way. Which, uh, listen, uh, I actually watched the last two Yankee games. Why? Um you could have chose know. anything in your you life. You know, I think my, my, my remote is just stuck on the, the Yes channel. I can't even, like, I, I tried to go to ESPN, and the button was stuck to 70s, mm. uh, my optimum. Um, the collapse on Sunday was atrocious. Uh, did you see that million-dollar million parlay that didn't hit because of that? No. There was, like, a, there was like a bet made on oh, DraftKings no that, that the Yankees would win and Cole would, like, pitch, I think, eight strikeouts or something like that. And he did his job, oh, and then, and, they then they, the I, and then they blew it. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I would have been—I couldn't even tell you how that, sick I was. And that guy home stinks. He's always stunk. Um, all but stink. even even the way they lost, though, there were ground balls hitting off his face. He's throwing the ball over the place. Garbage. It looked like a Corona softball game. It was atrocious. <laughs> and then I look—I just—I love going to the box scores, and I see you know, uh, uh, Stanton two hundred five, Volpe two fourteen, Higgy two thirty two. Cabrera, 209. LeMahieu, the really contact great hitter, 241. Then I go to the Braves. I look at the Braves box score, 388, 320. They're all hitting. They're, Braves they're lowest, records this year, man. They're their good. lowest batting average is 241. That's all like our highest. It's just awful. And another thing, the Yankees get, you know what's kind of cool? I, Yankees get picked off what twice a game now for the last 20 games? Like, <laughs> like if I was, the, if I would, I swear to God, if I was Boone, I'd be like, guys, listen, if you get on, uh, just hold the bag like you're playing in a softball. Caught just, leaning. Just hold the like, like you should like. Even if you lean, lean with your foot on the bag. I mean, I don't know what's the solve, man. It's like I know all the Yankee fans are are beating on the desk to to fire Boone, fire Cashman, but like at the end of the day, the Steinbrenners are like un like ungodly loyal to these guys and it's like no matter you know how why? bad they're gonna they're, do they have a chance to be under 500 jimmy under 500 the new york yankees if in I september was the, if i was the steinbrenners <laughs> i'd do the same thing 
you don't want new changes because then you got to go to more meetings. You want the same people to run. All you do is sit back and, co- and collect a check. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. imagine that. He's sitting in Florida. Oh, we lost another five games. Oh, what's that, honey? I got the mail. What's that? Oh, another one of those checks came in from the S Network. So, <laughs> but, you know, if they hire new, then they got to fly up to New York. They got to do a press conference. They got to get, you know, the manager may call up and say, hey, Hal, what's the what's the password for the Wi-Fi over here? Like, he doesn't want to get involved with that anymore. It's It's over. Another thing is, how about plays at the plate? The I don't even know if it was Higgy catching or the other guy. Balls are bouncing like nobody nobody fields the ball clean. It's just sloppy, messy. First to third, and there the throw gets away, and then another <laughs> run score. He'll go to second. No one hits the. It's like a shitty softball game in Warbridge Township on a Wednesday night. I was part of many of those. Same. Anyway, noise the shit out of me. So if you're that annoyed, go to chasingmiracles.com. Now I got new, I got new copy here for my chasingmiracles.com. Chasingmiracles.com. They have stem cell patches that create an immediate effect for your body to repair anything that's wrong with it. That's right. You know what it is? It's shit your body needs. That's what these patches do. Gives you stamina, energy, muscle strengthening, pain elimination, detox, weight loss, appetite suppressing. Although I just started really doing these every day and, so far, my app, that's one area I'm not so sure on as I move up to 213. <laughs> uh, improves skin, hair, nail growth, reduces anxiety, age reversal, collagen with injections, all that. No needles, non-invasive, nothing's going into your body. It's healthy. There's tons of research on this. Tons of Olympic athletes have done it. Uh, no injections, none of that stuff. Um, you got to check this stuff out. I mean, uh, Serena Williams, Michael Phelps, uh, WWE gets involved with this. Also, for older people that have bad knees and uh, moms and the kids, even good, safe for kids, the whole nine yards. Um, so go to chasingmiracles.com here from the Omni and uh, go check it out. Go talk to Tommy and Donna. You'll love them. They also got the, uh, what I call them the sandbags, the coral calcium bags and get your water that give you trace minerals. Oh. So it's all this healthy stuff. Now I feel bad. I'm the spokesman for chasingmiracles.com and I'm not a healthy person. So I no. have to bear down. Maybe start I have wearing to these. Get involved. I have to wear miracles. these. I, I have to I have to start wearing these. I gotta get involved. Uh, fat man move. My sister's giving me shit. How, uh, I just love how all of your all of your reads thus far this show have involved kids at some point. Like Janine, like frames for the kids, kids. right? And then they get and then you got the um oxy magic is like, ah, oh, it's safe for the kids. kids. And then it's like chasing miracles is good for the for kids. The kids. <laughs> Every fucking kid Everything's it. good for the kids. Everything's That's why we good. do it here. Um, speaking of television, I uh, <laughs> winning time. Have you been watching that? The new series, the Laker thing, the Lakers show. They Have came out another. They wait. They dropped another season. Yeah, just well, it started didn't drop it. It's every week. Um, uh, no, season I, two is really really good. You got to no. Up I didn't even finish season one, but I did like it. Like from what I watched, uh, I just got caught up with something else. The uh, uh, Andy Hirsch, my boy, plays David Stern, Rutgers grad, who ran the NBA. But John C. Riley as Jerry Buss is just—he's great. He's just, he's he great. dominates the floor. And the guy, the, the actor who plays Jerry West, is so great. Because man, I heard Jerry West family is suing them. Uh, that's why all over the episode, this is based on things like it's not one hundred percent accurate. Like Jerry West—is that what it, Jerry, is defamation? Like oh, I I think he. Does. Jerry West is like, I'm Jerry West. I'm one of the best players of all time. And you're making me look like an asshole. <laughs> now I talked to a couple of people in production over there and they said, Jimmy, I don't know what he's complaining about. He took in all the books that he wrote. He talks about how he was a jerk and crazy <laughs> fuck. 
So anyway, it's a great show, which brings us to also Hard Knocks. Now, I know I'm oh, sure you yeah. beat this to death. First Love of all, Aaron Rodgers, clearly, uh, first of all, if he wants to join SAG and become an actor, Aaron Rodgers, I don't even care about football, okay? Talk about a guy who just say, oh, we're doing Hard Knocks? Uh, okay. I'm not only going to embrace it. I'm going to become a TV star. I'm going to dial he, it up. He dominates it. And then I thought the weirdest thing, though, is how how – for all you Jet fans out there, I would be concerned. Did you see the coaches? Like, Aaron Rodgers throws it down on that, and they're like, oh, wow. they never oh. seen anything like this before. Like, what? what? They like, haven't seen anything since like, Joe Willie. <laughs> like, what happened to the cigar-chomping coach? Like, all right, Aaron, that's enough of that shit. Get over here and throw some. Like, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Aaron, oh. Like, the coaching staff is supposed to remain cool. It's Vinny from Queens in the upper deck from Shea with the dirt infield. He's the guy who's supposed to be like, come on, Rodgers, you son of a bitch. These coaches, like, they're like googly-eyed over he's, the Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's the second coming of Christ. I mean, Oh, my God. How, oh, how, how I, great I, is it that they brought Liv Schreiber on the show? Like, oh, he's yeah, the voice, which is, and that's which is awesome. That which, was, by the way, again, I had a, a, a long argument with Chris about this. I, he, once, he, he told me that once upon a time, and I was like, that's not him. He's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, I've seen him in Ray Donovan. I've seen him in yeah, Scream. He, he I've seen him in all these things. Bit. Boy, oh, boy, is he like, how I've cool been following he, that voice forever. Like, yeah, every and year. how cool. And Rogers is, how about Rogers telling other people? This is what I love. Go say hello. Go He's say like, hello. look, it's the guy, voice of God. Like, that's how I would, like, it would be if Bob Shepard showed up at, a, at an event I was at. I'd be like, that's Bob Shepard, the guy in Yankee Stadium. Like, how, he's bigger than anyone here. Like, he was like, he's bigger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was great, but I did the coaching. All I want, all I want, I, I want actually want the Jets to do good because it's. I, I live in New York. I get the paper every day. I, I just the Jet fans. It's just. But all I want is opening day. I want the Jets to lose like twenty eight to six. Mm-hmm. I want Aaron Rodgers to throw three picks, and then after the game, I just want to have a couple of couple of beers. I want to sit in a dark room and listen to WFAN from like 4.30 to midnight because <laughs> the Jet fans, who are way funnier than anybody on the air, they're just going to be like, I knew it. He's a bum. They're going to go all over. And then I think very, from, what, from everybody I've talked to, they're very, very optimistic and very excited. Oh, Yesterday they signed Dalvin Cook. Like they have him. So yeah, they're going for nice, it. Listen, nice they, roster. Listen, the Jets haven't had a quarterback in years. And last year the Jets were good. At, I, I don't recall. I'm about to say something stupid. You're probably more knowledgeable about this. I think the Jets last year, you can make the argument, the last 20 years anyway, they were the work, they, they were the team that really needed one position. Oh yeah, and that well, one position quarterback played horrific and cost them games. Like last year, you always say, "What?" Last year, last That's year's Jets teams—they were a quarterback the, the Jets, away from being great. Yeah, I think. I, I think. I think the Jets could have went like four, fourteen and three if they got if they had a you know a journey. Even mm-hmm. like you know I don't know Trent Dilfer back there. Well, they did try. The they did try Delaware's very own Joe Flacco, but that didn't yeah, work out. Joe, well first of all, Joe Flacco. He, he, I think Joe Flacco weighs two hundred thirteen pounds. Um, <laughs> But anyway, that show Hard Knocks with Aaron Rodgers is just it's on tonight. It's 10 on o'clock. tonight. I can't wait. It's, it's really fun to watch. Um, but I want to talk about something you know, a little more on the serious side for the kids. Now, uh, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about Beer League. Yeah. And Dave's been involved with social media with us with that. Now, we do have uh, $2,000 uh, raised at Indiegogo. That's my that's – my... <laughs> Try that again. My, Let's run that back. <laughs> 
This guy, he is a mess. He is a mess, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the worst today. He's trying to get. Listen, he's trying to get his earplug, but he can't get down because of 213 pounds of joy. My gut, I can't believe. I'm like, you know, uh, what am I? I know Frank the Tank came out with a new diet. I took it too seriously. I uh, (laughs) the first day I met Jimmy, he walked in. I'm like, this guy batted 706. There's no fucking way. Like, yeah, but I was guy? when I first met you, I was like Mickey Rivers. I had speed. Yeah. Now I'm just oh my god. Anyway, looks like you ate Mickey weight. Rivers now. <laughs> so I want to talk about something serious. I do uh, beer league, uh, the series. People are asking me going to do more. We're going to shoot some more. You got to go to Indiegogo.com. Look up beer league the series. We're raising some crowd. Funny week now. Dave and I haven't really pushed it on social media. Uh, I was, I wanted the series to be out there a little bit. Every, every couple, every day, really, we get another subscriber. People are watching. We get views every day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool. Um, uh, and we decided that we're going to shoot three more with a little, little, little bit of a nice budget and we're going to get out of the bar. You're going to see me at home and we're going to even, even it's going to be a scene at the field, which is pretty cool. Um, so go to Indiegogo.com, look up beer league, the series, and uh, please donate. Send whatever you want. Doesn't give you five dollars, ten dollars. Doesn't matter. It all adds up. And uh, we'll uh, you can get an, be an extra on it if you want. You can. Uh, we have all that stuff. So uh, and listen, you donate money, you get to be in the series. That's I mean, right. That that right along is the is the worth the cost of, of donating. I, I mean, come on. Well, one guy donated money. He's like, ah, if you get me in the series, I'm all in. I'm like, all right. Listen, if you donate more, you can you can be Johnny Trino. I'll stay home. I don't care. <laughs> We've recasted uh, the we main re- character. As <laughs> long as you're if you're under two thirteen and you donate a lot of money, you will play my no, character. No, the best part is like if this guy donates money and you show up on the field and you're like, oh man, Artie made it, and it's not Artie. It's just like, hey guys, and you're you like, what? I, what the fuck? I I think I'm gonna take over the Artie role. Here we go. That's, <laughs> that's so there sad. You go. Oh my. Anyway, go to Indiegogo.com. Check out Beer League the series on YouTube. Instagram was the official beer league series on mm-hmm. Instagram. Is that the, mm-hmm. is that the title of it? I believe so. Google yeah. it. It's all there. Yep. Um, and donate if you can, we're trying to raise some money to shoot some fun stuff. And uh, I got inspired by shooting this film this weekend. I realized, you know what? I think uh, I could do just as good with a little few more dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we're going to do. So go check out beer league, the series, Indiegogo.com. You're going to see some stuff on it as we go along. Um, don't forget, if you're going down to LBI or Cape May or wherever the hell you're going, go to uh, Pine Tar Bar and Grill, 121 South Main Street, Fork and River, 609-489-4286, the number one sports bar in the nation, no, in the state, I think. PineTarBarGrill.com, good food, TVs, they got every sporting event. You know, you want to see women's soccer? That's the place to go. Um <laughs> Uh, did we, did we talked about that last week, how the yeah, women got beat. Yeah, then we're yeah, done with that. That's, we're done <laughs> yeah. with that. Um, I just want to make sure I covered it at least. Yeah, no, you definitely um, did. The uh, they got karaoke, beer bongs outside. They got the thing. It's a, it's a good Rutgers bar, it's a good Penn State bar, and they have uh, actually Giants as well. Of course, my friend Tommy's a Steeler fan, and of course, the Cowboys are there too. So go check it out. Also, um, my friend Lisa Ruain is a certified therapist. Uh, 201-725-1251. Again, me and Dave know all about this stuff. Uh, uh, please go check that out. If you're not feeling right, you're starting to have, uh, you just get a little depressed, a little down, anxiety, whatever the hell it is, call up Lisa, 201-725-1251. Maybe she can help you 
or she can guide you in the right direction. Tell her Jimmy Palumbo sent you. There's no discount, but just tell her uh, whoever has that problem. I love you, whatever it is. Um, and she'll go in and take care of you. Now, uh, the last thing I wanted to discuss, what the hell did I want to discuss? Oh, it slipped my mind already. Um, see what happens. I just completely. Fat and old. I'm just, I'm fat, old. I'm, I got Alzheimer's here at Shea. Um, I mean, oh we were going to talk God. about something with the way it was with beer league, but anyway, um, I'm hoping to, I, I actually, I, I'm going to really try to, I've been reaching out to Artie. I want to talk to him this week. Um, uh, and hopefully, uh, I'll be able to do that. And, uh, we're going to try to see if we can get Artie involved with the beer league thing as well, but yeah, you know, that's always a tough call. Um, He's got a manager. I shouldn't say it. Right? He's got a he's got a manager that doesn't post on his social media. <laughs> I don't care. I said it. I don't understand that. Post it. All I'm looking for a little love. Um, but when I talk, doesn't about take it, much. I'll get that, I'll get that stuff posted. But that's it. We came in under an hour here at Shay. Me with the fatora, um, <laughs> and uh, we had some fun with cornhole. Uh, you know, he's looking for bo- <laughs> people want me to go longer than an hour for bonus baseball at Shay Joe Cinecourt. <laughs> See what happens. You know what? When you're on my Patreon, I was just going to ask get... him if Cinecor is a Patreon member. Yeah. Oh well. All, Cine- oh, Joe. Everybody... Then if you go on over to Patreon.com, there is nothing extra. <laughs> Actually, you know what's great? The only, the only one, the only one who's not on my Patreon is uh, Dave Moslowitz and Sam Grasso. So, uh, I, I, and I believe they're two Cowboy fans, right? Okay. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. I forgot. Grasso's not also, a Cowboy. Uh, fan. Your show. Uh, he's a Giant fan. Yeah. I, uh, no, he's a uh, fucking Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Well, that heat—that's that's not gonna last. I don't know. The that uh, that's like temporary. That's like getting a cold. I got a cough for lousy this week. Oh, you're I got a room for Tampa this year. Yeah, yeah. For a couple of years, I felt great. Now I feel like shit again. I um, no. Uh, shout out to your show as well. I listened to a couple episodes. Excellent stuff. Thanks. Um, and uh, the Dave, I guess the Dave Sturgeo show. Check yep. it out on podcast. I, I'm on. I think I'm on episode three. Uh, good stuff there. Appreciate and. Uh, Check out, uh, listen, if you can find out um, Witness Protection Program, anything about Chris Gucci, uh, <laughs> please let me know. We're looking for him. Uh, I've been dying he's doing to have well. him on. He's doing well. He's doing well. Is I, that, I, I, can report, him I can report that he's doing well. He's, I'm keeping him comfortable as the nurses okay. are in and out. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. So is he in a podcast hospice? Is that I, what we're yeah, go basically. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I sometimes come out and he's just looking at the space and he's just, I don't know. I don't know, right. what, to, well, I don't know I, what to tell you. We, we have to get you both on the show maybe next week. It'd be I'm fun. Trying. Listen, uh, getting, I need to get him on our shows that we right. do together. That, that's okay. full of teeth as it that's is. That's the hardest thing. I know. But Chris is doing some crazy stuff on the side, which is great. That's it. That's the show. Thank you once again. Next week, we might have a, we may have a guest next week. Actually, may have that uh, Andrea Longo may come on the show <laughs> next week. Which, yeah, right. If she might, she really? Might, she might. Oh I'm yeah, in. I'm in. Gotta get involved here. I gotta, you know what? I I gotta have more wide receivers on my as guests. Yeah, I mean, enough of these. Enough of me yeah. being the fucking defensive tackle. Like, get get, yeah, get a like, fucking get yeah, a speed ta- receiver many, in this building. Yeah. Too many fullbacks, too many tight ends, <laughs> long snappers. I just want to get someone who's going to play Tony in the Tony McGee's out here, man. <laughs> well, Tony McGee good. show here at Jay. <laughs> All right. A big shout out to Dave Magadan for playing 16 years. <laughs> and coaching <laughs> for another 16. And uh, I just oh, got shit. a text from Dave Magadan. His cornhole <laughs> is just fine. And uh, <laughs> that's it. All right, kids. Um, Mike Caprio's quitting. I hope you sent me the check, Caprio. And... Uh, <laughs> Capriel, let's talk, man. Shoot me a message. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk to you guys. I'll see you next week. Thanks, Dave.